You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Oh my God. Listen up, ragamuffins. We encourage each and every one of you to drink deeply from the cup that is Fair Riverdale. Your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello. Right of Hobo. Welcome to Thistle House. Shove it, Hal. You know what that sound means. That means it's time for more Riverdale on Kapow, the pop cultured podcast. We're covering it all from beginning to end. And my name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. And I'm Seth. And this is what we do. <laughs> Don't be so enthusiastic. I just mean that, I mean... Every once in a while, it just feels like home when we get to Riverdale. It's like, okay, here's here's where we reset. This is where we get every, all the dials back to zero. Right. This is the, the meaning of it all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was an episode. What? Um, what's this one? What chapter? Ten thousand. We're still what? back in season six. Uh, episode 11, chapter 106, Angels in America. Angels in America. Okay. Aired April 24th, 2022. Mm, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that does not hurt me at all. Our either. favorite show. This is our favorite show, you guys. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It's uh, <laughs> it's our, it's the most capacious. It has to be unanimous. <laughs> Otherwise, this whole falls <laughs> Okay, so we start off with the jug dub as always. I don't even remember how we oh, ended the last episode. Whoa. Uh, but oh, it was folk folk heroes. It's when Archie gets beat up by. Uh, oh yeah, he got yeah, his yeah. ass. Yeah, I, well, the yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so every town, every town has that one has special, special place, place where its community comes together. In, in Riverdale, Riverdale that place is Pop's Chocolate Shop, a home away from home. But the diner has had a secret history as well. Across the decades, it has been a battleground. Wars fought at Pop's have shaped the town's identity, and lo and behold, another battle was brewing. Yeah, there's been wars that have been fought and happened in this establishment. We see... Uh, Tabitha and Pops are watching Riverdale today. You got the thunder on there on the TV. My great and, pleasure to introduce uh, a dedicated council pe- member, selfless philanthropist, a, the and successful selfless philanthropist. Welcome, Percival. Thank you, Alice. Delighted to be here. <laughs> so it's my understanding that you have a game-changing announcement for the future of our fair town. That's right, Alice. I've been putting together a project that I hope will galvanize and revitalize Riverdale. It's got a, a big, new, privately it's got a big announcement for the future will drive straight through of, the their of Riverdale, bringing with it much needed A project that will galvanize and revitalize Riverdale. Our, what is it, Jordan? Um, to to bulldoze pops. It's a what? To bulldoze, <laughs> to bulldoze pops. Yeah, he's that's, gonna. That's a big plan. He, he, he it's the train. Yeah. Yes, he wants a train. Right. 
What does he mean by through the heart of Riverdale? So would this rail line have an official stop here in Riverdale? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Are you familiar right with... Right through the heart of Riverdale, bringing jobs and tourism. Well, that would be the most, the most ideal, ideal central location, location would be It would mean hitting a dual uh, pops, but progress demands it. It's progress. They got to live with it, so... That's his name is Percival Progress Pickens. That's right. That's his middle name. Um. So she Tabitha's not having it. She goes to Pickens' house immediately. Next scene. So she'll never sell it. That as a council member, you can't believe that best interests above your own. Personal he can't believe she's going to put her own craven above the economic, social, and not to mention labor benefits, benefits of this town. To our town. All for a failing a diner. diner that, let's be honest, it's well past its heyday. I don't know what your angle is with this sham train project, but the only person it will benefit is you. Hmm. Well, your neighbors may feel differently. They, in fact, may want you to do what's best. He tries to do do time. use his mind the stuff that he's been using on people, and it doesn't hmm. work. No, nope. doesn't work on her. Never. He was like trying to get her to say, hmm. you know, she she was for it, but nope, she didn't seem to notice too much. Uh, so she goes to the El Royale. Of course, there's no town meeting at this time. The boxing club. She tells Archie that Pops, this is pretty good, tells Archie that Pops is the first black-owned business in Riverdale, but Archie says, I can't go against Percival right now because he pummeled my ass. Yeah. <laughs> He's all beat up. <laughs> He's got to lay low. I mean, and then we just get flashes of her going around talking to you know, the big, the big players here. She goes to Betty and Betty just warns her not to be alone with that guy. And TT tells her, well, you know, yeah, they're going to do this to Pops, but the white worm, I think, was going to be fine. <laughs> so, no biggie. Veronica has a, a Pops in her casino, so what does she care? She's like, why don't you just sell and build a new one? It's just like, what is going on? Who are these people? It made no freaking sense. Bad, bad idea, folks. Uh, Cheryl... Now this was better. She, I don't. She, her, it, it was just such a step above all those other little scenes, and then they fly, go to Cheryl, <laughs> and she's like wearing some like negligee basically, and telling her, you know, she's still got getting her powers together. She's got the room so cold. It is freezing. They all <laughs> yeah, see their breath. Like, Nana Rose. Nana. Is, all bundled up in her wheelchair. <laughs> you all she barely see one good eye sticking out. <laughs> Dearest Tab Tab, though I've missed most of Percival's antics to date, I do agree he is a scourge on this town, as all Pickens men are. I will help you destroy him. Great. Just as soon as I learn to control certain skills I've been developing. I'm rather a work in progress, as they say. But I am getting there. I was like, that's better. That's what I'm looking for here. So. Because she has that telekinesis or a she's pyrokinesis. Pyro, yeah. She's yeah. burning. She's, she's running. Burning. Hot. She's running a little hot. <laughs> Barely wearing any clothes and has the, well, you the can't, air turned. You can't wear clothes when you're just going to burn them up. No. It's a great idea. Genius idea. Um, Kevin goes 
to tell Percival that Tabitha is trying to find help. That was kind of a throwaway scene. At the apartment, Tabitha considers that maybe the railroad might be okay. She doesn't know. She just doesn't doesn't seem right to her. But she kind of thinks something, and Jughead answers her what she's thinking, and she's like, "You're busted." You know what is going on? So he has to explain to her what is going on. That ever since you know Archie's blew up his bedroom, uh, everybody's got powers. He Archie's invulnerable except to kryptonite palladium. Cheryl is a fire starter. Um, Betty sees he can, auras. He can read thoughts. Betty's got auras. Yeah. And uh, and Percival can control people's minds. So he notes that Percival must not have been able to make her do what he wanted or he would would be doing that. So he suggests declaring pops a historical landmark like he did at the drive-in so they couldn't get rid of the drive-in back in the day season one stuff right there yeah i forgot he lived there yeah so who who do we take this up with well you would have to see uh uh governor mooney or something I don't know it is what under the purview of the Rockland County Historical Society. Boom. Why do you know this? It was on one of the papers or something. I saw it. Was, so, guys, we got it. We have a county in New York. We have the location of Riverdale to a T. This is a Rockland real place. County. This is a real place, Rockland County. It is the southernmost county on the west side of the Hudson River in New York. Actually, that kind of tracks. Okay, so check out these this geography. It is just north of New York City, which makes okay. sense. They jaunt over to mm-hmm. see Kate Keene and you know, right. they, Veronica goes to the big city all the time, so it's just north of the city. It is just west of Stamford and New Haven, Connecticut, which is the type like the Greendale... Mm-hmm. The New England sort of area. So it's right. right next to that. And I kid you not, at the very top of the county, I swear to you, is the home to Bear Mountain State Park. There oh, it is. So you go north, you run into the bears. Fight a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the exact location of Riverdale. It only took uh, six, six seasons. seasons. 106 got episodes. Got it. We got We got down to the right state a few weeks ago but we we knew it was new is, york this is as good as it gets this and is now you can't get close rockland county uh at least we got the payoff like i remember <laughs> like season years ago trying to figure this out where is riverdale is what state is it in? We what thought it was in Athens. Yeah, we was near Athens just <laughs> up we, the road yeah, we put our money on ohio we were way off <laughs> yeah at least we wow. at least we we finally found out it's all worth it do we stop now was that the whole point of this show <laughs> that well, i've been waiting to table 2022 <laughs> for that revelation and it was worth it <laughs> oh my gosh pops uh brings us out a shoebox with a bunch of old pictures and stuff which i really wish he would use a pancake box <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh he Got all the keepsakes and pictures, and there's 
There's one with the president uh, in the past. Was this Eisenhower or was this was that Eisenhower? I can't remember if it was Eisenhower yeah, or, I think or so. uh, Roosevelt. No, it wasn't Roosevelt. It, I think it was Eisenhower. And uh, and then there's one where they're doing polio vaccinations <laughs> um, at at the chocolate shop where you do it. Uh, and they had they found a copy of the Green Book. Mm-hmm. Pops, pops. They had the Green Book. The what was it like? The Negro motorists. I didn't watch yeah. Green Book. I, you know, but isn't yeah? It's a guide to safe places to stop, to right. Hotels and restaurants, okay. that you could travel to back then. Yeah, the, and in, the, in this, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say the original author. It was called the Green Book because his last name was Green, or oh, the okay. publisher, or something. So I got yeah, and it's green, so they went and made it green. Yeah. Um, the uh and right there in the ad inside or whatever it's got the the chocolate shop address 99 Thistlebrook Lane mm. Riverdale New York I'm like wow we're just we're clicking on all cylinders here <laughs> um so they're they're there looking through that stuff all day later she offers to make some grilled cheese and tomato soup so I was like, what is the, what is so significant about the tomato soup? She comes walking she's got behind the counter holding a can of tomato soup. And all of a sudden what happens? Remember what happened? Yeah. She drops it. Right. No, 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 no. no, no. That was, I'm thinking I'm ahead. Oh, a guy busts into the door and just freaking oh, shoots her. Yeah. Goes, goes the shooter. And all of a sudden, she's in the past. She, she's uh, she's in 1944, Christmas Eve. She's uh, <laughs> and now her name is Teresa. She still works at Pops. Uh, I wrote down they need a bigger box for the history of all Pops shootings. <laughs> yeah. there, there is a lot. They want to keep mementos of everyone who's been shot at Pops. They need a much bigger box. Too soon. They, she uh says uh now it's Titus. There's, this is Pops's dad, I guess. Mm. Titus Tate. Um. So she does. She travels to the past, and somebody lays down the Riverdale Register that says that date. And uh, Titus Tate's excited because they got the new Green Book in, and Jughead's there. He's just sitting in the booth like he wasn't in Chilling ago. out. Jughead! What the hell is going on? Where are we? When are we? Is it really 1944? Yes, Tabitha. It's 1944. The world is at war and Titus Tay is your great-grandfather. Why did he call me Teresa? Why is he acting like he knows me? It's how his mind is comprehending your sudden appearance. And also, I'm not Jughead. I'm an angel. I'm your guardian angel. An angel who just happens to look like my boyfriend? Well, I've assumed this form because it's someone that you're comfortable with and someone you trust. If you saw my real form in all its glory, you'd lose your mind and go insane. Only what? It's not Jughead. It's mm -hmm. her guardian angel, Raphael. And 
he says, you know, she's like, why do you look like that? And he's like, if you saw my real form in all its glory, you'll lose your mind <laughs> and go insane. Well, see, I wrote that down because I thought it was a great quote. But yeah. it ended up being a plot point later. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, but rude. I'm one of the good guys. My name is Raphael. Wait, is your name um is your name Raphael? It is. She remembers some guy saying uh that before we get some flashback there to there was a black guy was from a previous episode i guess who said he was Raphael. do i yes yeah i don't remember yeah. that at all but they had a flashback so that's proof enough for me but now he looks like jughead so well Sorry. we couldn't get that actor back apparently so <laughs> oh okay okay Wait. we'll go with that we're, the, the real jughead is yeah, back so... in the time by your bedside in the hospital. She's cur- he, he explains that she actually is in the hospital in her own time. I, she did get shot. I remember Jughead and I were here researching the diner when some stranger came in with a gun. He shot me. Jughead raced you to the hospital. You're now on life support. If you're my guardian angel, where have you been? Hmm. Which, which I don't know that that tracks by the end of the episode. But yeah, that's I, I, I totally missed that part. I didn't catch yeah, that. That's what he says because they show Jughead in the past. Or in the future, setting by her. So, how um, or why did getting shot catapult me to 1944? And how do I get back to the present? My present. I don't have all the answers. Only the Almighty does. Well, why don't you read this? He tells her to read this book, and he gives her an entire book to read on time travel. It's the Enigma of Time Travel by somebody. I can't remember. But so she reads it. And says, she goes, oh, it says here, I'm chronokinetic. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so you're a time traveler. Okay. Solve that. You know. TT. We have another TT. Yeah. She's also a time traveler. Oh, time traveler. Mm. That's good. Hoping to put right what once went wrong. Yes. So she's a time traveler. And the shock of getting shot made her use her power. Just like the bomb under Archie's bed made you know, the music power. So now she needs a totem. He, he says to be able to return to her time it has to be symbolic, mystic, or of religious value. So Raphael tells her to just focus on why you're here. And she's like, you could just tell me, but he's like, nah, <laughs> uh, Titus wants to, uh, get ready because they're going to go to the council meeting. Cause there's a, a Riverdale's looking to become a sundown town, uh, which had, you know, I, I kind of got the gist just by that. Like, I didn't know for sure what that was, but it felt like uh, I, I thought it was going to be you just had to be in you had, you know, roll up sidewalks at sundown. But it was a little more racist than that. Um, actually, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more racist than that. Um, so they go to we see. Tom Keller, well, is playing the mayor. Pick uh, Pickens is a sheriff in this, and of course, he's wanting the sundown stuff like Greendale and Centerville and Seaside are all doing because all all the black citizens are supposed that that uh, they either they have to be out of Riverdale, they have yeah. to totally leave Riverdale by sundown, or, or they're trespassers. 
Like, wow. That was, uh, wasn't that a plot in uh, Lovecraft Country? Mm-hmm. They were being oh, chased, yeah. Chased yeah. out of town. Yeah, there was an episode. So this yeah. obviously was a real thing. Yeah, it was and a real like, thing. It's like, get out of town every day by sundown. You're not welcome here. God, that is fucked up. Um, if you're listening to this in Florida, you just heard a long beep. That was all <laughs> yeah. edited out because we can't talk yeah. about actual Yes, music. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Riverdale is too woke for Florida. <laughs> That's the title of this episode. Too woke for Florida. Um, our uh, at that meeting, that sounds like a Beastie Boys track. Too yeah. woke for <laughs> yeah. Artie stands up <laughs> at this meeting. Artie is the uh, Cliff. There was a time you would make that song. Yeah, you would put in the effort. There was the time. time. (laughs) He sang it for you there. You got it already. Um, Artie stands up. He's the fire chief. Fire chief Andrews. Artie Andrews. Um, Mm. He didn't fight in a war for this kind of stuff to happen. He didn't fight a bear to. to, That's right. See, even someone as dumb as Archie knows right and wrong. Right. That's good. That's, that's, that gives me hope for America. Yeah. So this, this you can be night, as dumb we, as Archie and we, still... we might be as dumb as Archie, but we'll figure it out. Right. Uh, uh, 1940s TT is Tracy. Mm. Uh, Tracy comes in and Fangs is Flynn. Mm-hmm. And uh, Baby Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of baby ant. They bang on the door, Pops, because their car ran out of gas in Centerville. So they were f- going to be stuck in there after dark. So they had to flee through the woods. And now they ended up coming all the way to the Dale. And they saw this address in the Green Book. So it seemed like a safe place. Um, it's still Christmas Eve. Uh, they Then their sirens come on and. Mr. Chickens comes and he says, uh, we're not here for milkshake shakes. You are harboring criminals. Him and Kev. Kev's got his uh, yeah. pants tucked into his boots. He's looking stuff. a little Barney Fife. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for his bullet out. Um, uh, they need a warrant. She knows her rights. She's been watching her TikTok videos. Mm, me she, too. Uh, yeah. She knows what they, what you got to, you're right. So she says, uh, you got to have a warrant. So they call in for a warrant. They're going to stay there. Well, baby Annie, Denise, is asthmatic and their medicine's in the car in Greendale or something. So they can't be running through the woods. They got to stay here. Titus says they need a Christmas miracle. <laughs> well, what do you, who does Christmas miracles? Angels. Angels do. So she asked Raphael Jug if she if 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 she would really go insane if she saw him. He says, Yes, your your eyes would start to bleed and your mind would snap it too. I just like how blatantly like Yeah, yeah <laughs> yes, it'll be the worst thing to ever happen. So she said, Well go out there and show yourself to the sheriff. So he goes outside, we get the view from inside <laughs> of Pops. There's this huge glow outside, like the whole world is engulfed in his glory. Oh! 
Chief Andrews is going to meet us and help get you home, but we have to make a detour first. What happened to them? Come on, let's keep moving. Titus will call and have them picked up. So Somebody, somebody open the Holy Gary or somebody yeah. open the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, The Holy Grail comes later. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I'm part. ahead of myself with yeah. my relics. Uh, you chose. Uh, me, he. So when they go outside, uh, Pickens's eyes are bleeding black. Mm-hmm. Kevin's having a seizure. He's yeah, all, he's, he's in the fetal position. Up. Yeah, yeah. He's in the baby Anthony position. Um, they go to Mayor Keller to get him to understand the sundown stuff is wrong, and he does, I guess, because they. Uh, it's Christmas Day, and Tabitha goes to tell Titus the truth about her, and and Pickens comes in in a straight jacket, like he <laughs> busted out of something, and he. He looks like he's out of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, but he's yeah. straight out of Arkham. Yeah. <laughs> And he comes in with a gun and you won't stop, you know, stop me. And he shoots at her again in the same spot. I don't know whether she was holding. I can't, I wasn't looking for her holding tomato stuff, but I'm guessing she was holding some tomato product <laughs> and, uh, she's transported again to another time. And we see that her, she's in pops again and. Her name's Tina now, and they're listening to Martin Luther King on the radio give the mountaintop speech. So she knows she's got her dates memorized. So she knows it's April 3rd, 1968. And that tomorrow he's going to be killed. Uh, but time does not like to be changed so easily. So she cannot just get in the car and drive there. Car break. The bus breaks down. Everything's going to try to stop her. So Raphael reappears. And who is Raphael this time? Mm, Tony. Tony Topaz. She says, yeah, you uh, might as well give up. You're not going to make it there. So she's going to try the 1950s FBI office that Percival works at, and Kevin works there also, and uh, he's got a big stash this time. <laughs> Kevin's wearing a big old stash. Yeah, yeah. TT tells her she can't. You can't change this, but maybe she could find her a talisman. It was a totem last time. It's a talisman this time. But uh, the next night, uh, they hear Robert Kennedy announce on the radio that. Martin Luther King got shot and Pops drops his tray because Pops is there now, but he's young. Right. And it's yeah. the same actor we've seen yeah. play the younger version before. There's Black Panthers in there and a lot of citizens, you know, hanging out. This is a safe spot to be in these times of trouble. So the FBI shows up. Old Kev and Percival show up these ancestors of them or something. I don't know. There were, there were, they say there were riots in Greendale and center whatever, and something Vale. Now there's a state of emergency, according to the mayor. And he orders them. They like say, Oh, the mayor tells the FBI what to do that. You guys got to come down here. It's a good point. 
Yeah. He said uh, they got to be out by 6 p.m. or they're going to arrest people. Uh, we can't have all this unrest and violence and bloodshed. And uh, they're just listening to the radio and talking. You're like a powder keg, he said. <laughs> I was like, it was like kind of like cartoonishly about this stuff. And I was like, yes, it is a good message, but it's a, such a silly way to present it. Well, I liked it, though, because this is this is a show made for children. Yeah, it's not made for us. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and it's yeah, it's looking at these, you know, this idea of you know law and order and that you know that this racial strife that has been going on and is still going on in a a safe, simplistic way. Yes, but I don't know. It, may, it might make someone think about something I'm gonna, else. I'm gonna send you the screenshot right now. It's the only screenshot I took this episode. Um, here, sorry, sorry, everybody, but this is worth it. They come back in, and some guy in a leather jacket said, "What'd that piggy want?" <laughs> <laughs> and that just—I busted out laughing like that. Caught me so sideways. <laughs> I did not catch that guy's name, but I'd like to know. He's a. Was he a serpent? I thought he had he a must, serpent. Yeah, jacket he's just on. Yeah, he had a yeah. jacket on. Yeah, he looked Native American, but I, I was like, he's like, what that piggy want? I was like, that's <laughs> really weird. That's what I want in Riverdale. Just weird, really weird stuff like that. Uh, it was Pierce was the name of of the Pickens guy. Um, she's got an idea, so she uh. Tabitha calls director Hoover because she knows history and she says she knows all about his secret files and if she doesn't if she he doesn't want her to say anything to the president <laughs> that uh he's gonna have to muzzle Perry Pierce simpler times yeah you can just pick up the phone <laughs> and blackmail the head of the FBI she does yep. say that she got transferred like 10 times before she got to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if she got to him, she can get to the president. So he he understands. So Hoover calls Pierce and says, it's the whole thing's called off and also you're fired. Um, Tabitha listens to some music and they're all in there crying about Martin Luther King and with all the people or, you know, supporting each other. Pierce drives by. That was a yeah. good scene. It was a nice, nice well scene. Done. And Pierce mm -hmm. was you know, Pierce Pickens was driving by and one of those like just keep driving, fella. We won this time. Mm -hmm. And he does. Uh, right. They uh then they do like a tomato soup can thing again. What she got? She had ketchup. Yeah, so she's got ketchup this time and almost gets shot. No, there's a bomb. That's what it was. There's a bomb. She there's a bomb the in the there's yeah. a bomb in the cabinet. So she throws it in the trash can outside and stands there and waits to get blown up like Archie. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's Tessa. And it's a little later. This is in nineteen ninety nine. It's uh, now she is a 
some white supremacists they think painted an 88 on pops i didn't know 88 was a white supremacist mm. thing so is this, is this when they to make pops look younger they just put a hat on him yes he has a ball cap on it says pops <laughs> <laughs> i love y2k pops yeah fellow fellow children yes. <laughs> exactly he hops on a skateboard um she finds a baseball card laying on the ground of Ambrose the Rocket Pips. Mm. <laughs> Is this something we've seen before or anything? I wish. It was so out of the... Out of the I was, That's it's, signed. it's a signed card. So specific. <laughs> so unrelated to anything and so pointless. Ambrose Pips. Andrews, Ambrose the Rocket Pips. Signed card. Got to be worth something. It's just laying there in the dirt. So we find out that Brian Talbot did this. There's some white kid in the booth. Sheriff Keller says this kid did it, but he doesn't even seem to remember it. So he doesn't know what's going on. Well, she does. So she goes and talks to the kid and says, hey, is this your baseball card? And he's like, yeah, I just got it at the curiosity shop for a sweet deal. All I had to do was wait. I don't remember. I think we know what you had to do. Pain 88. Um, the shop owner's name was Paul Prince, maybe. So she goes to the curiosity shop. Uh, she's got to hold a newspaper up, hiding her face, and you see Raphael show up. And this time it's old Black Betty herself. Um, Pickens closes up the shop. Betty gives her a bobby pen to go break in, which was a nice touch, and she's going to wait outside. Uh, she goes in there, takes a bunch of pictures of stuff, I guess, just to show Betty. And she, oh, there's old camera, cameras, candelabras, other uh, pictures of mm -hmm. Percival in, like, uniforms and stuff, so... The Spear of Destiny. Yes. Yeah, Though it's the spear of vaginas or something. It's like uh, Longinus. Long, long Longinus. Yeah. That is the, the Roman soldier. <laughs> so they, they find out that Percival is <laughs> jumping through time, also, maybe. And, uh, so again, I thought that was just goofy Easter eggs. Like that was just yeah. in the background. That was a Riverdale thing. It's like, oh no, that's going to have more meaning. Yeah. So Raphael says there's some people whose hearts are so cold that burn down villages just for the warmth. Uh, we're not sure if this guy's being re reincarnated, uh, an immortal time traveler, or a demon. But uh, Betty Raphael recognizes the picture of the spear of Longinus. <laughs> um, it's, the, it's the one said to pierce the side of Jesus, the crucifixion. Could not be a more important spear. One of the most powerful objects in history. And then there was a picture of the Holy Grail also, of course. Uh, happened to be there. And uh, maybe that's the needle in the haystack she can use to as her totem or talisman. Betty says, go get the Grail and then we'll deal with them. He shows up dressed in the Civil War outfit, swings his sword at her. She grabs, 
Why is he in a Civil War oh, outfit? Because he's going to get in a sword fight. That's where his sword was hooked to. Yeah, yeah. So she gets the spear of vaginas and starts fighting with him, and they're swinging it all around. And he, he says, my names are Legion. And she blows out the candles, and it's a... Uh, somebody says they're the dark one. It flashes this ugly version of him. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, "What is happening now?" Just he's this, like, just this one flash of him yeah. is like a demon. Or <laughs> Never again. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they have this big sword fight. She says, "Of course, you in college, we've ne-, you know she it, she might as well have said they've never mentioned this on the show before, but I was on the varsity fencing team. Sure is useful." <laughs> Yeah, right at this moment. and the debate team, by the way, she throws out it. Uh, my favorite philosophical argument was if you could go back in time to kill Hitler, would you? And I always said yes. And she stabbed him. And I got to tell you, that was a great line. <laughs> I like I like that, too. That was a great line to say. Hey, She brings up that trope and says, I always said yes, and then stabs him. But now it's just his uniform. She just stabs his uniform. Yeah. In the wall. It's gone. He because he did the same thing she's been doing right before he died. Poof, he's gone. Ah, uh, so back at the diner, uh, Betty says, "Now it's time to get you home." Well, the Grail isn't my talisman. Uh, maybe, and she said, "Well, she gives her a milkshake in the Holy Grail." That. Right before that happened, like they go in and they say something about getting a milkshake. Yeah. And I was like, you no, did they're not, not going. I was like, they have to. Like, wow. I was just like, that would be amazing. And I did not did see it. that coming at they all. I was not it. on my radar. And yeah. that's, that is as Riverdale as you can get. You get the <laughs> grill. I believe I said out loud. I was like, you got to put it in the grill. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I'm going to need reaction videos for now. Uh, put it in the grill. Um, she takes a sip out of her striped straw and slurps it, and she's back in modern times. She comes out with her tomato can again, and when the gunman comes in, she throws a throws it and hits him in the head. Wanged with a can. Wanged with a can, and Jughead says, "What the hell is going on?" She says he's one of Percival's goons. He came here to kill us, but he might not even know what he was doing. He might be like that guy with the baseball card so she said i'll have to explain it after we tie him up and stick him in the freezer uh they kind of talk about why didn't anybody else get an angel like she did there was some weak explanation for that she thinks she's in training for war percival's the ultimate bad penny don't think Hmm. he's human he's the personification of evil and all of us with the powers have to work together to stop him. I'm confused. If in the past, Pesky Percival has wanted to destroy Riverdale, then why is he bringing a railroad to the town now? Well, we don't think that's his ultimate goal. Though he's making it happen. I overheard my Uncle Frank talking to someone on the phone. Maybe your mom, Betty. The others show up at the chocolate shop, and they, uh, and Cheryl asks, why does this guy want to train them? <laughs> I was like, yeah, really? What? We got real epic here all of a sudden. What's the freaking train all about? Archie says he overheard Uncle Frank maybe talking to the Thunder that Percival was trying to get Governor Dooley on board with this train plan. 
which, and hopefully Dooley will block their attempt to make Pops a landmark. That's that that's Percival's plan, so they're screwed there. Percival's trying to get Governor Dooley on board with this train plan, blocking any attempt to landmark Pops. But they this is Pops where the resistance where gathers, where, where the all the forces of goodwill good marshal, marshal the final battle will be fought, and he wants to wipe it off the map. That's what's going on. This is this is a this is an epic location. This is where things happen. It's been set up as if any if this when this series ends, if it ends epically, we know where it is going to be at Pops. It's Percival Pickens is the walking dude, the man in black. Yes. He is Randall Flagg, and Pops is where the stand is gonna. That is correct. Tabitha, how do you know all of this? Well, once I finally figured out what my time talisman really was, I got better at time jumping. Wait, your talisman wasn't the grail? No, Pops was my talisman all along. It was like Dorothy and the ruby slippers. This diner is my personal limited functioning time beetle. Well, that makes sense. All of us have our tethers that allow us some semblance of control. Pops would be yours. Uh, and she says, uh, my talisman is not the grail. I told mm. you, it's Pops. It's my personal limited functioning time needle. That makes sense, I guess. Jughead says. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, but but wait, Tabitha, back up. Right. So it, it took me a minute to get the hang of time jumping, but once I did, I tried moving forward into the future instead of backwards. In the future, the diamonds. Says I went to the future. Shell. Even also, worse outside, the, the sky was future. full of ash. And as far as the eye could see, Riverdale was just gone. A wasteland. Pops was an empty shell, and even worse, outside, the sky was full of ash. And Riverdale was just gone. A wasteland. That sounds very uh, Dark Tower. Also, Archie says if there's anything they can do, she explains that something that happens uh, or that is, you know, important like the Martin Luther King death can't be changed. But this is definitely the apocalypse we're talking about. And in Riverdale, we're setting at ground zero. Is this future definitely going to happen? Or is it something we can change or stop? I don't know. Certain events are fixed points in time and the future I saw might be one of them. But make no mistake, it is the apocalypse we're talking about in Riverdale. And we are sitting at ground zero. And that's it. Credits. We have an apocalypse on the way. Yes. <laughs> and yet um, another season to go. I, oh, this, this I don't know where you go from the apocalypse, but I, I'm excited. Fighting a bear to fighting the apocalypse. It's, there are no stakes that are too high. No. I had written down a quote from earlier. I don't know what part of the episode, but Tabitha says, this makes a twisted kind of sense. I'm like, there's another perfect. It's like Veronica saying, actually, that kind of tracks. I think Tabitha yeah. saying, this makes a twisted kind of sense. Yeah. Could be applied broadly. Yes. True. Not Twilight Twist. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't my favorite episode, but I. Uh, there was some. There was it, some it moved stuff. The story, moved the story forward. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, and a good I'm, spotlight for Tabitha. She, she yeah. deserves screen time. Yeah, she's a integral character now. 
and deserves it. So I'm glad to see it. I like her. Um, curious to see what happens next. We're going to have a big fight at the, at the pops mm. at some point. I hope somebody's singing on the roof while it's happening. <laughs> that would be epic. Let's all get, all grab our grail, drink up. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. Yeah. Only a few more to go. We're counting them down. We hope you'll stick with us all the way to the bitter end. This has been Riverdale, and I have been Jordan Lowe. <laughs> Cliff Bards. <laughs> I'm trying to up the epicness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you can't get any more epic than goodbye forever. If you heard goodbye forever, you'd lose your mind and go insane. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes would bleed. And your brain would snap into it. <laughs> Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.